Welcome to the Taking the Charge podcast with you from Regensburg, Germany. I'm David Hine. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for finding us. Thank you for your time. Uh, yep. I say it every time and, uh, you know, uh, I mean it. Uh, thank you for thank you for coming around and listening to the show. Um, just the fact that you uh, take your time and, uh, and, and grant it to me. Uh, and this show just means so much. Um, and, uh, it's greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, you know, obviously this is part of the taking the charge Substack. Um, you, uh, can go there, become a paid subscriber, get, uh, access to the taking the charge prospects podcast, uh, get full access, full archives to the taking, uh, talking talent podcast where, uh, the scouts, uh, that, uh, I've put together, uh, and found, and, uh, they talk about talent from around the world, uh, really, really around the world. Uh, and we're going to go around the world this week, actually with, uh, a quartet of, uh, shorter interviews. Um, I've, I've spent the past uh, few days at the basketball without borders, uh, basketball without borders, Europe camp, uh, in Milan. And, um, so I uh, didn't have a lot of time to to do longer interviews uh, with anybody, uh, and uh, so but uh, do have a couple of uh, interviews I think are pretty interesting. Kind of, kind of get, uh, offer some insight into sort of the level of talent uh, at the BWB camp in uh, Europe camp in 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 Milan, um, among other things. Uh, and uh, the interviews I have are uh, with uh, Taylor Jenkins, head coach of uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, David Edelman, uh, assistant coach with the Denver Nuggets. Uh, Adnisha uh, Curry, uh, assistant coach with the Portland Trail Blazers. And uh, Danilo Gallinari, uh, who plays with the Atlanta Hawks Italian National, uh, who's uh, become a veteran of the of the Basketball Without Borders uh, camp, uh, played at it twice as a camper, um, and uh, has been uh, uh, with the with the camp um, in, on multiple continents, and so really has a love affair uh, with the whole program. Uh, so really, some uh, some 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 fun fun stuff there. You know, the it was really a, a great a great time. This was my first European camp, and. Um, you know, there was a lot of guys out there, a lot of good talent uh, on this continent. Of course, we all know that, uh, but you know, just seeing it, uh, uh, you know, up 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 close. You know, some of the guys obviously we saw at the at the uh, uh, Adidas Next Generation tournament, also the finals in in Belgrade. But um, yeah, just seeing them again and, and and having more time, not really writing much, and and having time to actually watch them was was pretty good. Um, before we get to those, um, I, 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 let's get to the big three. Uh, the, the story we're watching, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, still, we, we still don't know in Europe, uh, wh- who's going to be in what, in what league, um, Savannah Suezda won the Adriatic, uh, league, the ABBA league, uh, which kind of puts them, uh, in the, in the Euro league back in the Euro league, uh, but still kind of opens the, you know, remains, uh, keeps, keeps unquestioned, un- unanswered the question who, who else is going to be in the league, uh, Euro league, who's going to be in Euro cup, et cetera. Uh, and mainly in regards to partisan Belgrade and, and Valencia who kind of seem like the favorites at the moment to get spots in the Euro league, though. I, I don't know if that's really fair to say who's a favorite or not, but it seems to me that that's kind of where, um, the, uh, 
uh, where where the Tennessee lay, lies. Uh, so we'll see. That's sort of the story we're, we're, we're watching. Um, player, uh, player to follow in momently uh, is uh, Mohamed Diara, Diara um, from France, 2005 born. Of course, he played with the Next Generation Select team uh, at the AGT Finals, uh, but he was named the MVP of the uh, BWB Eurocamp. Uh, won the uh, won the won the championship with uh, Anisha Curry's uh, team, and uh, you know really uh, was again impressive. Uh, you know what he can do. Uh, you know very versatile guy, and uh, was was I was really impressed with what he was able to do. Uh, some really fun battles with him and and Pacom Dadier, uh was you know was one definitely one of the highlights of the event um, and event that we're following. Um, I mean. It's Mexico right now, uh, and that is the FIBA Under-18 uh, U18 uh, Americas Championship. Uh, you know, we're looking for the first four spots in the FIBA Under-19 Basketball World Cup uh, 2023, um, and that will be the four quarterfinals winners. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're looking for something to do Friday night uh, in, in the, in the uh, you know, in, in the Americas, sort of, uh, and or... You know, overnight, uh, uh, Saturday morning, uh, that will definitely be something to do. The four quarterfinals um, really promise to have some pretty good matchups. We don't know exactly who they're going to be. Uh, group A is fun. Uh, we could have a three-way tie. Uh, they're at two and one or uh, one and two, uh, that being the group with uh, Brazil, Argentina, Canada, and Mexico. Um, and, uh, yeah, just been really great games and, uh, uh, you know, follow the Substack, and, uh, you know, I'm writing about, uh, I'm, I'm doing daily wraps on, on, on the coverage and, and pretty quick after the final game's over, uh, been, been able to kind of, uh, uh, get them done pretty quick. Um, so that's the big three, uh, in terms of, of, uh, sneak peek of the, of the interview, uh, from, from the prospects podcast. Uh, this week, uh, I I did a series of older interviews that I had, um, uh, in uh, older interviews I had that uh, and put them together um, as the uh, as the Taking the Charge Prospects podcast. So not one longer interview. So uh, we're just going to leave it uh, leave it out this week. Um, but obviously, uh, the plan is to have it uh, again next week. So let's get to our four interviews again. First, we're going to start off with Taylor Jenkins, head coach of, of the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, and then we're going to move on to uh, David Edelman, the uh, assistant coach with Denver Nuggets, uh, Anisha Curry, Portland Trailblazers, and then finish off with Danilo, uh, Danilo Gallinari, Atlanta Hawks, um, and BWB uh, veteran. Um Again, totally appreciate your commitment and your time and everything else. Um, hope you enjoy the interviews, and we will talk to you next week. Uh, okay, Coach uh, Jenkins here. Um, we're here at BWB. Uh, you've had uh, a day with your team, three games, and uh, a, a day with watching the kids, evaluation and everything. Uh, maybe just your general thoughts about the, about the level here. I mean, I think this is a special group here at BWB Europe. Um, you know, obviously, uh, I love the team that we've put together. You know, they play hard, but watching all 40 of the boys uh, and the 20 girls, uh, they love to learn. 
Um, so it's not just about the five-on-five games. They want to come out in practices, uh, come out in the station work, give great energy. Uh, you can tell that they love the game of basketball. Um, so it's special to be able to work with athletes that love the game of basketball as much as I love to coach the game of basketball. And then you see the five-on-five play, how competitive it is. But it's it's done with an uh, unbelievable respect level. You know, they enjoy competing against each other. Uh, they, they're making each other better uh, through how they compete against each other. Um, it's the only the start of camp. We're only at day two right now, and it's been a special start. Uh, but you can tell right off the bat, um, this is a special group of players. Obviously, Europe has a has a pretty high standing right now in the in in in, in, in world basketball. Have to say, uh, also uh, uh, you know with uh, world champion as well. Um, your thoughts about the talent level here in Europe uh, in general? Uh, unbelievable talent, and it's only grown year after year, decade after decade. Um, obviously, I get to see it firsthand at the NBA level. How many guys are first team All NBA? Uh, all stars, MVPs, uh, you know, champions. Um, you know, you understand that the game of basketball is competitive globally, and the amount of development that goes into basketball uh, is global. Um, so it, it's amazing to watch. Um, I hope that you know the former generations of international players have set a benchmark for the new generation of international players, and and this camp is an example to showcase the next generation. Um, so I, I always like to say I think basketball worldwide is in great hands because of the coaching, uh, the players, the development that happens, the passion for the game. Um, so my first time coming here in Europe and seeing basketball this close rather than just on the TV and all the national teams and the great competitions, but I can see it now uh, with the U teams, uh, how special of, uh, of a talent is growing over here in Europe and it's going to continue to make the game of basketball worldwide even that much better. Last question, what do you think about uh, you know FIBA and, and, and NBA you know, collaborating to give all of these youngsters a chance to to learn from great you know great minds and also great players idols as well you think of Danilo you know how many you know guys look up to him well, I think the partnership between the NBA and FIBA is so paramount to the success of basketball worldwide. Yes, there's different levels of competition. There's different, you know, pro leagues and national teams. But the fact that at the end of the day, what the NBA and FIBA recognize is in order for basketball to be the best that it can be worldwide, to give great experiences to players, to coaches from youth level to pro level, we got to work together and grow the game from the youth level to the pro level. So uh, I started my coaching career coaching 10 to 13 year old boys and girls and to see the next generation of talent here in Europe that's going to be playing in the NBA, playing in pro leagues all over the world, the national teams um, it's great that the NBA and FIBA come together and create these experiences not just for the players but for us coaches too because we get to benefit from it and as I said at the end of the day it's recognizing we love the game of basketball, let's do it together and continue to make sure that love lasts for a really really long time So uh, BWB second, second day uh, you've had a full day of, uh, uh, with your team and, and uh, also the, the evaluations. Maybe just your thoughts about, um, about, the, the, about this event. Well, the event, as usual, um, it's extremely well organized. Uh, this is the second time I've done this in Europe, and it speaks to the coaching over here. I mean, the kids are uh, they're ahead of where they should be, honestly, and it makes the coaching easier and it also allows you to be a little more experimental with guys and um, you know the kids at the camp have been great um, the team that I have the, the the nine young men that I'm coaching from all over Europe uh, you know you, you can just see the growth in the game just by being here for two days um, 
you know, obviously there's a couple of Europeans that are, you know, playing pretty well in the NBA. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, just your thoughts about the, the talent level in this country. I mean, you mentioned it a little bit, but just, you know, across the board. It's incredible. I mean, to have two MVPs, uh, you know, with Giannis, uh, with Nikola, um, and just see how they've helped change the game. You know, that was an American sport years back. Truly is a world sport. And, you know, the healthiest sports are that way, where people embrace them. You embrace the stylistic play of, of you know, different cultures and how they play. And that's the great thing about basketball and team sports in general. And that's the great thing about, uh, you know, what's coming out of Europe is it makes us all better. You know, as coaches at lower levels, as players, um, you're seeing new ideas and new ways to get things done. And uh, I think the expansion of the game has brought, uh, you know, an expansion of how we play. And it's made the game better. Um, you know, and you hope that continues. Uh, you said that they're maybe further along than they should be. In what regards? Just as uh, young men, I'd say fundamentally they're ahead of the, of the United States kids. I mean, it's, it's true. Um, you know, the coaching over here is they've done a great job. You know, fundamentally, you know, they're advanced. And when you have fundamentals at a level that's already there, you know, you can take that and run with it. You can do more with it. Um, and again, that's a tribute to the people over here and the coaches that have done that over these last, you know, 20 years of growth that you've seen. Last question, 20 years, you just mentioned it. Uh, just maybe talk about, you know, what it, what, you know, the collaboration between FIBA and NBA to, to really help these guys learn from, you know, the best that there are uh, at the coaching level too. Yeah, and I think the word collaboration is, what, is what's really important is that we're not coming over here and telling people how they should do it. We're coming over here you know, as a partner and saying, this is how we do it. Uh, we learn from you, you learn from us. You know, when you're at that same level and you respect each other to that level, what this event is all about, you know, you're gonna get better together. You know, and that's the whole point of this. Fantastic, thanks. Okay, Ms. Curry, we're here at the uh, um Europe. We haven't started yet, but uh, your thoughts about being here and, and seeing all of this uh, great talent and uh, from all over the world. You know, anytime you get a chance to grow the game and share the game with, you know, the next generation of NBA and WNBA players, it's awesome. Like, I'm just excited to, you know, pour into these young um, girls and young boys like someone did, you know, when I was younger to help me achieve my dreams. Um, what are some of the what are some of the your core messages that you try to give younger players uh, when you sort of come in contact with them the first time while they're still developing sort of around these this age group 17 18 you know what embrace and enjoy the process you know um, don't look over your shoulder you know at what other players are doing just you know live in your moment and enjoy your process mm -hmm. um, your process uh, has taken you all over the world uh, listening to the to uh, uh, I'll admit I, I wasn't aware of, of, of everything you had done and I, I have no problem admitting that What's, what's it been like for you? Maybe what are some of your favorite stops along the way? You know what? Um, favorite stops were definitely, I loved uh, coaching in China. Uh, Vietnam was fun. Uh, I spent five years in Israel, so I have a lot of family there playing there and coaching there. Um, but all the stops I really enjoyed because I built, you know, lifelong relationships um, throughout, the throughout my time. Yeah. Um, is there... Have you seen it sort of a development in, in basketball? I mean, we see that, you know, there's more world influence, international influence. You're at the highest level. What kind of influence from the, from the international game have you seen on the NBA game? 
No, I just think uh, just the use of ball screens, you know, um, the action of using ball screens, being more creative with the bigs, um, stretching the bigs out more. That's something that, you know, when I was playing in Europe, we were always doing um, pick and pop, you know, opportunities with our bigs. So that's what I see a lot of. Um, FIBA since 2019 has, uh, has a, a women in basketball taking the initiative to, to increase the, the knowledge, increase the exposure, increase the participation of, of women in basketball. I don't know how much you're aware of that. What do you think about the continued effort from the world body FIBA to get also more attention on the women's game? I think it's awesome. I mean, it's a great opportunity because, you know, it's so much talent on, you know, on the starting at the girls level, youth level, FIBA, going into professional. And you're just starting to see that increase even in the WNBA with, you know, international uh, women's players. Who are some of your inspirations to kind of get you going? Wow. You know, for me, it really was the 1996 women's basketball Olympic team. That was my team. You know, I, you know, from Cheryl Swoops was my favorite player. You know, Lisa Leslie, I got an opportunity to play against her. You know, just legends um, on the court. So, you know, they were, you know, the first group of women that I got a chance to look up to and say, oh, I can do this. Your coach on the NBA uh, uh, NBA team, uh, a, a women's coach. It's not something we've seen for a while. I think Becky uh, Becky Hammond was really one of the pioneers. What did what did when she got that when she started in that position? What did that kind of spark something for you at all? Or? You know what? I was I was coaching men's basketball in college, mm-hmm. and you know, anytime you get another woman getting a higher level, um, it just gives you confidence that you can reach it. So, you know, Becky being like the first um, in the NBA to coach just gave, you know, a lot of women like myself the belief that we can get there. What do you think, why do you think that, that, let's say, the barrier has been broken? You know, I just think it's just an overall effort. You know, um, the NBA um, has made an effort to, you know, diversify, you know, the coaching and say, hey, there's qualified women um, out there coaching, so we should look at that talent pool also. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a new hire, uh, a new guy coming in uh, with Mike Schmitz. Obviously, the scouting world knows him very well. Um, I just would, you know, I'm sure you've you've seen, heard, you know, from him, or look, you know, looked at his, you know, your thoughts about a guy like that, which the world scouting community knows so well. Actually, the world media community knows so well. What do you think about that? You know, I'm excited to, you know, have another awesome teammate representing the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. All right. Um, maybe your, your, the biggest thing you're looking forward to here uh, at this event. You know what? Um, just pouring into these young people and then having the opportunity, you know, um, a couple years down the line to look back and be like, wow, remember when that young girl was, was here in Italy or that young boy was here? Those, those are the memories I look forward to. Right. Fantastic. Thanks a lot. Thank you. And then you talked a little bit about uh, being here as a camper and now being here again. Just your thoughts about being back here and going through this whole process again and maybe how it's also changed for you being back here again as a, as a, as a teacher, as a player. Um, I think it's a great story and I really hope every time I look at these kids that they can be uh, the, the, the protagonist of the same story, uh, the main character of the same uh, movie is uh, like I said is a uh, and is a great relationship that I have created with BWB now coming back and being a coach every time I've traveled the world because of it I went to Mexico and South Africa and Senegal and I did it in Rome so I did it many editions um, and I love it 
What do you think when you hear the letters BWB? Uh, I think family. Uh, I have a very close close relationship with the people that at the NBA that organized BWB. Uh, they saw me when I was 15, so of course we have a great relationship. So that's what I think when uh, when you say BWB, and then of course uh, a lot of talent, guys coming from all around the world, gathering together and playing basketball. We've seen a lot of. I mean, you know, the European uh, European basketball is is taking a, a stranglehold in the NBA. You look at the MVPs and everything else. Um, you've seen the the talent level get better. Where do you? And now you've seen here for three days. Where do you see the European? Let's let's, let's stick with European basketball. Where do you see the European level? Uh, I think the European level is uh, is growing hi higher and higher. Of course, the NBA has become more global. In these years, they have more eyes on talents from all around the world. And so whenever there is a talent that comes up, they know. Uh, and the European school, I think, is a great school. What do you think they do differently than, than other continents or, you know? Um, I, I think it's tough to say. Probably, I would say that we, especially my generation, but I, I don't know about new generation. I think they do the same. I don't know. But my generation, we spend a lot of time on uh, individual workouts and individual skills. And so you see a lot of big guys like me that they grew up as point guards. And so we can handle the ball even if we are big guys. And that's, that's the main thing that I remember from the workouts and from, you know, my generation. Maybe your favorite memory as a, as a, as a player, as a, as a camper? Uh, I remember I was, I was coached by, my coach was uh, Andre Kirilenko and uh, we were, you know, talking a lot about the game and I was asking him a lot of advices um, and I just remember talking to him a lot um, and the second or third day it was, it was like, uh, are you done with the questions or we got to keep saying, no, 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 we got to keep going for the next two days, I'm going to ask you some more questions. So it's, it was just great memory. So, uh, Saluan, the, the French I saw after the, the second day, was talking to you. What maybe? What did you not to specifically share? You know what you told him, but in general, what do you think about guys taking advantage of, of your of you guys? That's that's exactly what I was doing, uh, and so he's he's a great kid. Uh, he loves. He has an amazing work ethic. He loves spending time in the gym, and that's what you want from these kids. Um, yeah, sometimes he spends too much time in the gym and he's, he can stay in the gym 24-7. Um, and uh, he's, he's, a, he's a smart kid. He has potential. I think he has a lot of potential. Uh, and the, the thing that I like is that he asks questions and then when I tell him something, he goes on the court and he actually do it. And so that's, that's great. Thank you for your time. Right, no